0: Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Miss Lolita, Personnel Director. This is Tanil, our technical director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Well, friends, tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, We really do. I've been excited since I've been talking to the judge and W.D. Kent Lewis is his name. Levis is his name. A little bit about him. He grew up in a farm in California. He received his B.A. from Fresno State and his J.D. degree from San Diego School of Law. He gave his heart to the Lord in 1977. He's a retired Superior Court judge, Fresno County. And like I, we have that in common, we're both, w- well, i married again, but we were widows, lost our wives, his in 2016. And we have his book, Can we put his book up on the show the people about the book that is so exciting. I've got a copy of it there. It's called Coming Clean. And it's his, what he went through in dealing with the sexual sin. And it's Kay Harris, the publisher, 2021. And the second edition he's got. So that's exciting. I've written, I think, five books. and None of them got a second edition. So that's <laughs> an edition. But so, Judge, congratulations on second edition. So it's good to have him. Let's give Judge a hand for being here. Glad to have yeah. him here. Yeah. Glad to have him here. So, friends, if you want to call in, 26 minutes goes by really fast. Sure. And we've got a lot to cover. And we're just glad sure. to have Judge here. So, Judge, tonight, let's find out about this sexual sin. In the book, you talk about sexual sin. You struggled with it, it when, when you were at an early age. What age did you start struggling with that issue?
1: Well, I can remember um, being in well, probably third, fourth grade uh, and looking at magazines. Sure. I mean, it was a big deal for me looking at. You know, women's underwear ads, sure. Um, and then, of course, you know it, it always progresses. And so in high school, there were the Playboy magazines and right. College, right. there was acting out and um, movies. and uh, but it really didn't hit me as an addiction, I don't think, until I discovered the internet and porn mm-hmm. on the internet. Mm-hmm. Totally accessible. Right, uh, anytime, day or night doesn't cost you a thing right. you can do it in private right. and, uh, and it, for me what it was like, it was like some kid that's been uh, trying marijuana and all of a sudden he discovers crack for the first time I was mm. hooked mm. I was just absolutely hooked mm.
0: Mm. and friends, we want to thank the judge tonight for the book I've read through it the past two weeks, and for him to come forward, being a, 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 a judge, at superior court, and telling the story of how God brought him out is wonderful. So we just mm-hmm. thank God is here tonight mm-hmm. to share what he went through and how God brought him through. Judge, was your wife aware about the addiction, about the, the pornography or sin issue?
1: You know, I really don't know if she suspected before but she was certainly aware when I sat down with her and and, um, admitted to her what I was doing. And that came about as a result of inadvertently being discovered using pornography at work. And uh, we didn't know what the consequences of that were going to be. And I sat down with her and, um, you know, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, so I don't know if it would work with everybody, but for me, she was absolutely perfect. Wow. She, said, she said to me, I will support you. I will love you. I will do everything I can to help you, but this is your problem. You handle it. You take care of it. And she put the responsibility exactly where it should be oh. right back onto me. It was my responsibility. It was my responsibility to get the help that I needed to recover.
0: Judge, can a person overcome sexual addiction or sexual sin by themselves?
1: I thought I could, but I couldn't. Uh, And the question I think I would have to ask somebody who told me that they were doing it by themselves without God. The question would be, how's that working for you? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> because i couldn't i tried as hard as i could and i could not do it by myself if i didn't turn i finally finally broke before God and said god if you are not going to do this i i that i'm lost mm-hmm. if i if you don't help me if you don't do this for me i can't do it
0: you're talking to someone tonight, Judge, who is in denial, and that's not a river in Egypt, denial. They're not sure not whether they are addicted. What are the signs that a person can know that they have a sexual addiction?
1: For me, I, and I don't know about others, but for me, what it was is that I would vow to stop. I would make a vow to God. Okay, God, I'm stopping. I'm not going to do this again. And then the next day I'd be back on the internet. Um, I would go to sleep at night having confessed and repented. And as soon as my head hit the pillow uh, and I wasn't yet asleep, there would be temptations that would come flooding in. Plans, thoughts, schemes about what I could do and how I could do it. Um, overwhelming temptation that doesn't go away or it may go away for a day or two days or a week or two weeks and it always comes back Mm -hmm. you're hooked and you know you're hooked because you can't get away from it
0: Judge you know 35 years ago when I was counseling in a big city we would talk about sexual addiction, but they, people didn't believe that back then. They thought I can have an addiction, cocaine or heroin, but I was sure that those worked hand in hand. What we found out is that the guys were coming off of their addictions with heroin, cocaine, but the sexual addiction, when they kept that, that triggered other issues. And so if that is not dealt with, then it will bring on other things. Uh, what impact did it have on the job? What impact did it have when you were working at Superior Court as judge?
1: You know, it's interesting because with addiction, you can uh, isolate it, or at least you think you can, and you don't think that it's affecting anything else that you do. It is, of course, but I was able to do my job, um, and I think that. That I was able to do it well because I had I forced myself to concentrate uh, on the job, and I would be at work. I have a very mm-hmm. strong work ethic, and I would be at work for however long I worked that day, but then when work was over, then it was time to play, and mm-hmm. I'd go straight for my addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What effect did it have on the marriage? Were you not home often, not doing the chores? What effect did it have in the marriage?
1: No. Again, I was able to maintain uh, my relationship to my wife. I compartmentalized. Okay. And um, I was able to perform all those things. But what it did is the time that I spent with pornography took away the time that I should have been spending and could have been spending with my family, uh, all the other things that I should have been doing in my life. And it takes an inordinate amount of time. It it really does.
0: Yes, it does. All addictions. Right. It's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Judge, you mentioned in the book about dealing with sin and its infancy In its infancy. What did you mean by that?
1: What I mean by that is that sin is like an organic matter that grows. Mm-hmm. You plant a seed in the ground. It's a tiny seed. The Bible gives the illustration of the mustard seed. That's a tiny seed. You plant it in the ground, but it just keeps growing and growing and growing and gets huge. And God was talking about faith. But if you reverse that, the same principle applies to sin. If you don't, get that sin, when you plant it in the ground and kill it, it's going to grow. And and that's, you know, a very, it grows on its own, almost, it's there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can, you're feeding it and it's growing. And Mm -hmm. as long as you feed it, and you don't root it out, it's going to grow.
0: Wow. Friends, if you just tuned in, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. I want you to remember if you've been disenfranchised or wounded, you've not been forgotten about. We are here for you. Situations do occur in the home and church areas. It can be devastating, but there is healing. You're not forgotten about. We're reaching out to you in this podcast. Tonight, special guest with us, we have Judge Levis superior court judge from california with his wonderful book called coming clean and, and and the 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 very name of the book is quite precarious in that that's what it takes to come clean so we're talking to the judge about the book but let's continue uh pornography is a problem am i correct
1: I think it's probably one of the biggest tools of the enemy uh, that he uses, especially perhaps not, so I don't know about other countries, but in the United States, it's huge. It's absolutely huge. The pornography industry brings in more revenue than the NFL, uh, national basketball, and uh, national hockey league all combined. Wow. It's huge. My, my. Um, and, you know, friend, and, and,
0: please go ahead. go ahead. No, please go ahead.
1: I was going to say that the statistics uh, tell us that about one in 12 uh, people in the United States use pornography. Wow.
0: Judge, mm. wow, wow. Uh, there's some statistics that I want to submit to you from Barna Research they say from their uh, talking to ministers, youth, minister, youth pastors, they say that two thirds of pastors and youth leaders struggle with pornography, two thirds. There's another book called Each One Reach One, and it says that between 75 and 125 ministers give up their post each Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 38%, 38% of ministers have inappropriate contact with their parishioners. And I'm just shocked at that because that is having an effect in America here pre-COVID-19, 1,500 churches close up every year. And I think judge this pornography is a trigger and affecting church people today. What Very do you true. think about that?
1: I think that's absolutely right. And I think that there's a reason for that. You know, the enemy is going going to go after the people that god is using he's going to go after them harder than he's going to go after anybody else Mm -hmm. and that's why i think that we have the pornography in the church that and the other thing is is it's a sin that the church doesn't want to deal with Mm -hmm. uh you know you walk into church on sunday morning and somebody says how are you and you don't get to turn to and say you know i'm really Having a tough time, I'm struggling with pornography. Yeah, that, you're just not <laughs> going to do that. And the church recognizes that it's a problem. But I don't think that they really, uh, it's so difficult to take a stand openly against it within a church. It's hard.
0: Well, Judge, what made you step out like that? and expose yourself in a book, what made you do that? I mean, that took some some real guts to want to really yeah. reach out like that. What, what, mm-hmm. does, what motivated you?
1: Well, actually, I didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> what happened was that in my recovery, uh, I would get on my face before God every morning, seven days a week, and I'd ask God to show me something in his word that would help me. To get through that day. And he was faithful. He did that every morning, uh, seven days a week, 365 days a year for two to three years. Mm -hmm. And what he gave me would be a verse. And then he would give me what it meant to me in my recovery, what it was about in my recovery. And so I would write it down. I would journal it every day. And at the end of two or three years, God says, I want you to make that into a devotional. So I said, okay. And I, I like to write. And so I did, I did that. And then after I'd written the devotional, God says, I want you to publish it. <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, because I talk to God and I hear from God. Amen. And I say, Todd, you know, that's pretty problematic. I, mm-hmm. You know, I just, uh, I said, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll use a pseudonym. He said, no, <laughs> I want your name
2: on it. Wow. I said,
1: okay. Uh, I said, but God, I said, you know, what happens if I go to all this trouble and I write all this book and I put myself out there and my name out there and nobody reads the book? And he says, if one person has helped, is that enough?
0: Yeah. yeah. Amen. amen?" And so amen. it's
1: not something I wanted to do. It's something that I really believe that God wanted me to do. And so you have to be obedient. And it's a book that is born in obedience, I guess.
2: That's wonderful.
0: Now, Judge, how can we procure the book? If someone wants to contact you, wants to email you, what's the best way to do that
1: well you can kind of get the book on amazon.com you can get it from my publisher uh that's uh tariff publishing uh and i am going to have a website up i am now trying to figure it out with the people that i'm trying to put the website up with uh, but it should be up within probably a week and the website uh will be com. Very good. It's not up yet, so but it should be up within a week or two. All
0: right. Any comments from our director?
2: We do. We had a few questions that came in earlier. The first one is from Mr. 313. She said, and I think you touched on this a little, Judge. She asked, would it have been easier to get help when you were young?
0: Mm.
1: It would probably have been easier to get help when I was young, but there was no way I could have done that in my situation. Uh, And I say that with a caveat because today, uh, if parents will be more open with their children, the parents can help the child uh, get help. Uh, but they have to be open about it. They have to be honest about it, and they have to take the initiative. They're the ones that have to broach the subject with a child. The statistics tell us that by 14 years of age, virtually every child in the United States has been on a porn site.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: And so if you're not going to talk to your child about it, then they're not going to talk to you. I'll guarantee you that. It's true true.
2: And the next question I had, good, good answer, by the way, but the next question, Carrie Ann asks, so is there any sin you have to commit?
0: Wow, Judge, I want you to th- answer that, but next week our time is up. Judge, will you, will you come <laughs> back next week, please? I've got 10 other questions here for you. Want to talk about the book, answer the question. Can you come back next week, please? I got you on the spot now.
1: Well, let's see. uh, That's a week from today.
0: Yes, sir.
2: Yeah, we have some great, good questions coming in. We have to answer.
0: Yeah, we sure do. I'd like to have you come back next week, if you would please, because I've I've, I've, I've got, I've got a lot of questions left. Questions are coming in.
1: Yeah, that's on the twenty second.
0: Yes. Uh huh. I'm free. I'll be back. Good.
1: All right. Okay, so All right. judge
0: again. How can people contact about the book? One more time, please. They can contact. They your can get the
1: book on Amazon.com. They can contact my publisher, Karis Publishing, K H A R I S. And in hopefully by the time I come back to see you, I'll have a website up.
0: And we can talk about the website, how to get to that, and any other information you may want to give to us. Judge, thanks you tonight. We enjoyed you so much. We want you to come back next week and answer those questions that came in. And what, what were the questions again? What was the question that was asked?
2: We had a few. Um, one was, so is there anything you have to commit? All right. Another question is, I've heard addiction is hereditary. Is that true? Wow. And someone made a comment. Was that 30 minutes already?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. So so there we go, Judge. You got to make this week to answer those questions. Thank you for coming. Love you much. Also to our staff, Sister Annette, Sister Daniel yes. uh, and also Brother Probes. Thank you so much. May the Lord bless you.